Hello everyone and welcome to another video here on the Cycling Day and Extra channel or if you're listening on the Cycling Day podcast today we are talking about Tadev Gacha and uh, surprising news that just broke and I'm joined by Miss Gregor himself, Ewan Wilson and I mean Ewan, why is this story here? Tadev Gacha, obviously we know you're a fan. Exactly that, Tadev Pogacha announcing, well the Giro d'Italia account actually announcing on the 17th of December late in the Sunday evening that Tade Pogaccia will be in attendance at the Giro d'Italia 2024. This came with an announcement video in true Giro style where they had uh, Pogaccia coming off the plane in the backseat of a taxi uh, speaking some Italian before revealing the news that he will be in attendance at the Giro. We've been waiting for, for a headline act to announce their, their Giro participation and we have that here with Poggy. We now also believe that he will be targeting both the Giro d'Italia and the Tour de France for 2024. A heavy schedule for the reigning uh, Ronde Valbland de champion and uh, I mean new, new sort of king of the classics in Grand Tour Superstar from Slovenia. Yeah I mean it's not uncommon that uh, they kind of pay these huge appearance fees to get big Tour de France stars to the Giro d'Italia as we've seen in the past Chris Froome, Peter Scan, etc. You have to try and one off the tour somehow and get people to watch it because it is whatever you think of the Giro both of us love the Giro it is the second biggest race in the world and this is a good move by them to try and do something I mean Ewan and Giro tour fee that's no mean feat to say the least and when you think about the heavy calendar he had last year as well leading up to the tour exactly that it's going to be a lot of race days on the schedule bear in mind last year before the Tour de France he was also out of racing for a couple of, of months due to that wrist injury he picked up at Liege Baston Liege but yeah I mean we, we've had sort of murmurs about what his schedule could possibly be we heard um, Toretto Dratico could be on the schedule with an Italian uh, style approach into what we thought was going to be the classic season, but now seems to be the Giro with Milan Zenremo and Strada Bianca as well. So an interesting and heavy schedule for for Tadej Pogacar indeed. We haven't seen many riders go for for the, the Giro Tour double as a Grand Tour leader in a while. We've seen people do it uh, with different objectives in both, but Tadej being very confident in going for both next year. Uh, I mean, the last time we had a Giro Tour de France champion squad was... Um, I can't think. A long time ago. Marco Pantani. There we go. Marco Pantani. But that's 30, yeah. well, well, almost well, 25, 30 years ago now. So definitely a long, long time ago. We had people come close. Chris Froome won the Giro back in 2018, then finished in third place at the Tour de France. In that same year, Tom de Milan did both races, finishing second at the Giro, then second at the Tour de France. But since the COVID break, which has been that big paradigm shift, we haven't seen anybody do both. Well, probably not do well and do both series. Well, yeah, exactly. he's completely not, not podium both. Uh, we've had people like Pale Bilbao has done both and uh, other riders, plenty of sprinters do both, but uh, Poggy will have to be in it to win it at both, we imagine. Is the Olympics going to be a factor here? Is is that shifting the Tour de France? Because we, we talked about that with the World Cup, shifting the Tour a bit. Yeah, so... Um... The Olympics, I, I don't know if, if, if Pogacar is targeting the Olympics, definitely a course that he could do well on with the short, steep climb through Montmartre, but it's probably more for a, a Van der Poel Van Aert style than Poggy himself. Um, but maybe he's ruling out the Olympics, whereas plenty of riders will be targeting the Olympics and trying to go for something there. Jerome Gravenepoel, he says he wants to get a medal at the Olympics and go for the Tour de France. So we don't quite know what Pogaccia's season is going to look like after the Tour de France, whether that be the Olympic Games. There's a very, very good chance that he could have, well, he could start as one of the favorites for the World Championships in Zurich as well. 
in 2024. So busy, busy old calendar for him. Bit like, yeah, Tom, Tom de Milan back in 2018 went into the World Championships and finished in fourth place. So maybe he's trying to replicate that and definitely take it up a notch. We know that Pogaccia, well, no offense to Tom de Milan, but Pogaccia's probably a step up from de Milan. And he managed to get second place in the second of the tour and fourth of the worlds. How many rainbow jerseys has Tadbogacha won or Giro titles? How many Tour de France titles? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, we might as well get into it. Uh, Ewan, we we discussed the Giro route. It got announced a few months ago now. And uh, yeah, at the time you said that any Grand Tour route fits Tadbogacha. But looking at what we have with um, the Giro d'Italia, we have a gravel stage in there. Both of us thought it was a bit meh, quite a lot of time traveling miles and a very hard first week. So do you think this route fits perfectly for Tare or favors him more? Let's say that. Yeah, I definitely think that the route favors him. Uh, that opening week is is perfect for Bogaccio. We've seen in the past, well, three tours to France now in 2021, 2022 and 2023 that he can really ride strongly in that first week of race and be right up there in the mix. The first week of this year, Giro has some stages that look really, really promising for Bogatia. We're going up to Pratini Timor, for instance, in that first week of racing. That's a that's a climb he absolutely obliterated back at Tirreno Adriatico in 2021. Um, also, at the early time trial as well, we know that he he performs better at the uh, the time trials when they're earlier in the Grand Tour, so that will help him sort of get some some time on his opposition and. What I'm probably seeing is more of a 2021 Tour de France scenario where he gets uh, the race lead early on and could hold out all the way to the end, really. One thing as well with the Euro, not necessarily the route, but the weather, is that Pogac has been, he's really, really good at riding in, in these colder climates. He's always said the heat has been a bit of a problem and the Giro is infamously cold and rainy and snowy through the mountains and we know how good Pogaccia can be. In that 2021 Tour de France I spoke about, he dissected the field on that stage to Le Grand Bournon when it was raining. For instance, we know that he can perform well in the winter time while the performance is given in the past couple seasons. I don't think we should look too deeply into that gravel stage just because there there isn't a, there are many gravel kilometers. It's looking very very favorable to, towards Poggy. And also one downside for Poggy that we have seen, particularly when he's up against Jonas Vingegaard, we don't believe Vingegaard's going to the Giro. I would highly doubt that. But one flaw he's had in comparison to Vingegaard with these longer mountain days with lots and lots of climbing. There aren't that many at this year's Giro. There are a couple stages, particularly uh, the stage into Levigno, which is going to be testing. But I think Poggy will definitely weather that storm. And as, 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 we'll, as we'll talk about, the level of competition is nowhere near as high. We're not going to see him under the pressure of Visma Lisa bike at the Giro, probably, given that they're not ascending uh, Vingo, we don't believe. Well, he has to watch out for the GC prospects of Wild Bernard. Uh, but yeah, he's true. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. But while Bernard has said he's not going for GC anymore, that might change. Oh, that whole thing. Yeah, you and we might as well talk about the team as well. UAE team Emirates, one of the well, the best, the best team when you look at the world world pool rankings of 2023 and 2022. But in terms of who would they send here, we've spoken many times that they have such a plethora of riders. Adam Yates, Micah, Jay Vines even come into his own as well, and. Yeah, who who are they sending to support him? Because if they are thinking of this double onslaught, the Tour and and the Giro, they kind of need to balance the team quite well. But I mean, they, they certainly have the breadth of talent to do that. That's the issue here is balancing it out so they have a team for the Tour de France and the Giro. Which one do you send the stronger team to? Probably on paper, you should send them to the Tour de France. Uh, so I'm thinking Adam Yates will probably ride the Tour and not the Giro. In terms of 
other helpers, I think we're going to see Tim Wellens go for the GDOC. He's a guy who's often sort of struggled with allergy problems during the summertime, so I suspect a Giro start would be more favorable towards him. Almeida's been at the Giro for the past couple of years, so you would just assume that by sort of force of habit, he will also go, go to the Giro once again. Uh, we don't quite know what Ayuso is doing. Uh, McNulty has went to the Giro last year. He's been a strong sort of helper for Bogaccio in the past couple of years. Uh, he won his stage last year, well, this year in 2023 at, at the Giro. He could be thrown into the mix uh, for this one. Mike, uh, we don't quite know. He's done Giro Tour doubles in the past. He's got plenty of experience, done multiple Grand Tours in, in, in seasons as well. It, even since moving to UAE, he did the Tour and the Vuelta back in 2021, for instance. Um, so they have plenty of talent. And we're also sort of omitting some of this, the sort of the secondary talent at, at UAE. Uh, such as an Alessandro Corvi, such as a Dolman Novak, Diego Lissi, of course, who's proven that he can be a really strong teammate in the mountains as well. Those guys could be drafted in to, uh, to support Pogaccia in the Giro without it feeling like, like this is a B-list squad. It could still be an A-list squad at the Giro. If any team can pull it off, really, you would say it's going to be UAE. Visma Lisa Bike as well could, could, could do the same thing, but I think UAE have just got so much strength and depth at the moment that they could probably send two strong teams to both the Tour and the Giro. Yeah, I can hear Patrick already screaming out of the screen, Finn Fisher Black, send him to the Giro, maybe. Definitely, he, he's, he's a guy who, who deserves a Grand Tour start. He um, he won a stage of the Tour of Sicily, the Giro di Sicilia, and he's young, he's 21, and he's got plenty, plenty to give. And maybe we'll also see uh, these other younger talents have, have a shot at the Giro. Maybe he's at Del Toro, the Mexican who won the Tour de l'Avenir this year. Or maybe some other young younger climbers or uh, young, young talents that are buried that squad there's plenty of them there's so much choice here. yeah i mean sending del toro there would be such an experience for him if let's see if tyler bagaccio wins it and then you're part of that t winning team as a neo pro would be absolutely amazing but you know we might as well talk about the last category before the predictions and that is the rivals you were alluding into it before not that many names have committed to the jury tire like we've seen with the tour but yeah out of the names that we kind of think are going to be there who, who are the chief rivals Apart from what we're not. Yeah, well, that's the thing is that not many people are committing to the GDOC. People we know who are committing to the GDOC now are Quintana, who's making his world tour return, his big grand tour return since the Tour de France 2022 when he uh, yeah, well, had that position stripped of him uh, due to the Tramadol case. We believe in Oscar Adiz, they might be bringing Garrett Thomas. We don't know who Bora Hansgrohe are, are bringing, but I think a lot of the A listers this year are focusing on the Tour de France, Avon Paul Vigal, Pogacha. Roglic, they're all going for the Tour de France. The Giro is a bit of an open door, which makes it very, very favorable towards, well, a general classification attempt for Pogaccia, a fairly easy one, you could say, given that this Giro is not attracting many of the big stars. We wait more sort of start list murmurs, but it's definitely looking like this could be a weaker field of competition. A bit like back in 2021 at that Giro d'Italia, where it was kind of egg and banal and everybody else. We might have that here with uh, Pogaccia and everybody else, and there's quite a big sort of chasm uh, within the podium. I mean, that would be quite good if he's going for a Giro Tour. If he gets, like you said, he gets the jersey early on and then can kind of just coast on an advantage and everyone else is fighting for second or third place. Given that whole thing we're saying, that the build on both fatigue from a Grand Tour and then doing the Tour, that could favor him a lot, and maybe he could do it. Yes, will he slot into the Dauphiné or the Tour of Slovenia after the Tour de um, after the Giro as well? Before the Tour de France, that might be a, a bridge too far. But if Pogacar can can ride on that wave, then I'm sure he could uh, he could go into the Tour de France with a decent amount of form 
and there has probably been a lot of murmurs and discussions within UAE planning how this can be tackled, to be honest, how they can do both in a sustainable manner. So it's definitely been a cool and calculated decision from them. Don't expect this just to be Pogacar looking at, at the big money bags. He's already getting millions of euros on a contract at UAE Team Emirates anyway. Uh, he's not just doing this for the money. It's not like a reality TV star going into another, another TV show, for instance. No, I actually believe that. I think it is, uh, like you said, with Tour of Flanders, I'm here because I love their history, the heritage, etc. And I think absolutely. And getting that trophy, come on, that's the best trophy in cycling. Yes, and also Pogacar rides for, yes, it is a Middle Eastern squad by name, but many of the staff there are Italian. They ride Colnago bikes. It's it's a, it's a team with a very, very strong Italian spirit. Um, Teddy Pogacar has been racing in Italy over the past couple of years anyway. Strada Bianca, San Remo, Tirreno Dratico. Don't forget as well, Slovenia is quite culturally tied to Italy as well. So the Giro is is a huge deal for, for a lot of these riders. And for him to be heading up this pseudo-Italian team, one of the only Italian squads we have really left in, in the UCI World Tour, it could be important for them to to get that win. But uh, that aside, we might as well come to the business end of this video. Ewan, do you think he's going to A, win the Giro, and B, is he going to win the Tour as well? So is he going to do... Yeah, where is he going to finish in both of them, essentially? I think he'll win the Giro. I think... Uh, unless we have other big-name oppositions coming, another Galactico, ooh, I think... Like, well, that's the thing, because all these Galacticos are going to the Tour de France. You've got Roglic, Avnipol, they're all going to the Tours. So I think that like none of them open it. Yeah, but none of them, apart from Bingo, I think would threaten up a gacha, to be honest. I think Roglic could, but Roglic isn't going to the g dog. I think so. Gacha is better than Roglic on a Grand Tour. Really? You're not going to support Gacha here? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, probably, I probably do agree with you, but I don't think it's as easy as it's... No, yeah, 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 exactly. But this is all hypothetical because he's not going to the Giro, we don't believe. He's going to the Tour de France to head up Bora Hansgrove. And I don't think Hindley is strong enough topple Pogacha. I don't think Richard Carapath will be. I think Carapath will probably be going to the Tour de France anyway as EF's big leader. So I think I think that the Giro should be a relatively easy win, especially if he sort of gets a big bag of time in that first week, which he's certainly capable of. Uh, I think someone we might have to look out for is Simon Yates as uh, as a as a rival, but Yates has been so hot or cold in Grand Tours in recent years. It's it's really hard to like put any money on him really. And beating Pogacar, that's a step too far. Uh, maybe his brother has been giving him the inside line, but. Second question, Tour de France. I don't think he'll win that. I think Vingegaard will win the Tour de France. I think just because it's so streamlined, he's got that very streamlined old school schedule now that he's mastered since last year of going for the Tour de France and smashing it. And I think that will be what sets him apart. And if anything, this is good news for Avonapol and Roglic because they know that they might have an advantage if Pogac is feeling tired. We saw at the end of the 2023 Tour de France, I know he came in with an injury, but... That fatigue set in and on those long mountain days in that final week of racing that we are going to see and that final day time trial in Nice, Pogacar has not been as strong in the final week's time trials as uh, Vingegaard in the past couple tours to France. I just think he's not going to get the mark. He'll probably finish in second or third at the other Tour de France. I don't think he'll win. I was going to be more controversial. I think he's going to finish in seventh because I think the Giro is going to break him, but we'll wait and see. Anyways, that's basically it for us on this quick chat about Tabgacha and his Giro Tour aspirations. 
make sure to hit the like button get involved in the discussion down below and of course as always thank you for watching and we will see you around